All right. So, sitting here with Jeff Jenkins. Yes, yes. We are. Dude, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Like, like, one, you having a podcast to me is a dope thing. So, I had to come on. Hey, I'm happy that I get to be one of your first guests. Well, I appreciate that. You're actually the very first guest. I've taken So, thank you. Yeah, it's awesome, man. So, I have a deep question for you, man. Top of How are you feeling? Really, 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 how are you feeling? Oh, yeah, bro. Um, crazy that I, I have been thinking about it. Um, so I, I do have this like show coming out, it probably would have come out already by the time this airs, but it's been a two year process. Um, and now the world is about to see it in like less than three weeks, uh, or in three weeks, and so it's, it's just one of those things of like, will people like it? Um, uh, will people get around the show? Like, like what will it bring up? Like, will I get a season two from this? So it's just like, I'm going through all the motions that I didn't even know were a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was going to be like, like the crazy train, but I do feel like this, this responsibility of making sure that I promote as well. So yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been a whirlwind in that way. And there's a lot of overwhelmingness from it. But I'm like trying to find a way to uh, find peace and like joy mm. in these moments. And one of the cool things that I, I've been able to do, uh, and even coming today, like I was like, man, I'm gonna be around my friends. Like this is this that has been bringing me a lot more joy than anything else that I've been doing. Uh, and letting people know that like, like man, I still see us. Like we're here because uh, I don't know, like. Think about it, man. It's, it's, it's interesting that there are a lot of people who um, that I, that have been in my life lately that have been um, more so standoffish now because of like the fame or the notoriety that I get that they feel like they're being a bother to me. Mm-hmm. It's really cool that I can still pursue my friends and let them know that like, hey, man, I'm still vibing. Uh, I ain't going nowhere kind of thing. And um it's all love so and yeah like so that you haven't changed letting them know that you got yeah. although i have changed a lot i would definitely say that entrepreneurship all this stuff that i've been going through like i'm I'm definitely a new person in a lot of ways and and i strategically and i let people know that like hey the, the, the jeff you knew before is is definitely different but that same dna is still there oh so i feel that yeah can you, for the people who don't know who you are, what exactly is going on in your life? What is the show? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm my name's Jeff Jenkins. Um, I am a award-winning content curator. I've been traveling for, uh, since college. I didn't get on my first plane ride until I was 20. But, like, man, when I first got to go to Japan for the first time at 20, that's when, that, like, that travel bug hit me. Mm-hmm. And now I am doing all this social media stuff, and I am the new host of a travel adventure travel show called Never Say Never with Jeff Jenkins. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what what is Never Say Never with Jeff Jenkins? What's that about? It is the I've been claiming it, and we're just gonna keep saying it. It's the best new show on TV. Um, it's an adventure travel show of me going around the world, doing things outside of my comfort zone. So each episode, I have a challenge. Uh, and throughout the episode, I do things to prepare me for that challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's like scaling, um, like rock bases, like with no, uh, <laughs> just like for the first time ever, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that's like, like not scale, but like rock climb a mountain being my size. Yeah. Uh, white water kayaking, white water rafting, swimming with sharks. Uh, yeah. that's what. Like I do, and those are like my challenges. The screen swimming with sharks. Yeah, but these these sharks. Okay, so <laughs> I just found out one episode, which I wish was going to be on there. I found out one thing that won't be on there is like I swam with like these Galapagos sharks, and these are like actual apex. Uh, they ready to go at you. Like if you make one wrong move, you gone. Um, but the sharks that I got to swim with were well sharks and. That was, that was a lot. They they're they're gentle giants, um, but the other one didn't make it in. I was like, man, we we should get below. We slow. 
They're the ones that can bite my leg off. I think that's the one that people want to see. Yeah, they be. They be. Yeah. And I, I won't. But then again, I, I, I personally, man, I love nature. I love getting in the water and being able to swim with whale sharks. And we actually did a research project. Like, that was like yeah. research I was doing. So that was even more incredible. How did you even get chosen to be on this show? I don't know which answer you want, but I'll give you a couple answers. The simple answer is me stepping out and doing things um, like social media, getting on YouTube, getting on Instagram, and going like building this community called Chubby Diaries. I feel like that's how I got the show. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and I'll tell this to anybody that you never know who's looking at you. Uh, you just got to keep grinding. You got to keep doing what you're doing. Um, and even with that YouTube series that I was doing at one point, I presented that as a show. Mm-hmm. Like how I was doing it, it felt like I was like, like, oh, I'm a host of a show and this is what I'm doing. So, hi, everybody. Jeff Jenkins here from Chubby Diaries. Like I gave these TV producers like an image of what I wanted on a full scale. And so I feel like that also helped me out uh, to get in the show or first to be reached out to and then to actually get the show. Um, because even when I actually was approached, um, we went through the whole development process. It was when we went to go shoot the pilots that I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do I do? And they were like, hey, you remember that barbecue video you did? Do that. You remember this video you did? Do that. And I was like, oh, snap, y'all watch my videos? Like, that that blew my mind because I, then it was like also said to myself, like, oh, okay, I know how to do that. Yeah. And I was like, if that's all they want, that's easy. And it was easy. So um, it was just me grinding, putting out content consistently that somebody reached out to me. And from there, like, the rest is history. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can even talk about it or not because the show's not out, but could you tell us what the most difficult challenge you had was? Or you know what? I mentioned it earlier. It was it's climbing that mountain. Okay. I can tell you right now, like, rock climbing. How many uh, fat people do you know climb mountains? I don't know either. Like, and I'm talking about base climbing, meaning that I'm taking my hand and feet and, like, gripping it into the rock and going up a rock, uh, like going up a mountain. Uh, and that blew my mind. Like, And I was up there, I promise I was like almost uh, midway through, and I was like, bruh, like, like, why did I make this decision to come on this peak? It really did, and so uh, you have to find out if I make it up. Um, but man, it was, it was, that was tough. I was definitely tough. That's awesome, man. The only mountain I've climbed is the Manitou Incline. You heard of that? Yeah. It's basically just a straight shot up. Either way, I'll, how far did you make it? No, I went to the top. Wow. But, but mountain climbing, regardless, I understand. I get it. It's hard. Oh, yeah. it's it's not easy but i didn't need to use any gear it was just you know you you said you're full out in like gear to grip always so it must have been even more crazy well i mean well the the gear that i had was just uh it was just the rock climbing shoes and i had um like a harness system on okay so if i did fall like everybody said <laughs> if i failed or not failed um they wanted to make sure i was safe because they was like they, they all get me like, dude, you know we'll lose our job if you die, like, or something bad. And he was like, we might not work at Hollywood ever again. So they was like, you can say what you want to say. We're going to make sure you're safe because we also want a season two. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that was definitely the toughest thing I did ever in mm-hmm. life, ever. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people look up to you mm-hmm. um, and you inspire a lot of people. Mm-hmm. What would you tell someone who aspires to do the same things that you do? What would you tell them to, it's just people who want to travel and experience some of the experiences that you've had. What, what would be some piece of advice you can give them? Give yourself permission to like dream um, or just, yeah, like permission to just think of like future self. Like, what do I want? Like ask yourself that question. People don't need to give themselves that kind of permission. Uh, and I could go to the big woo-woo of like dream big, yeah. but I'm not even gonna go there yet. Uh, just to travel, 
Man, think about what you want. What's the place that you always thought, like, uh, always wanted to visit, never thought you could go to, or even places that you never thought you could go to that now I looked on the internet or I saw an influencer doing it. I, I want to go there. It literally just takes you committing to it. Mm. Giving yourself permission to do it and think about it, and then just commitment. That's all it is. And it's literally like, man, I'm going to go on that trip with it. And give, I, to me, what helps me out is I even put times on it. Hey, by this time next year, I'm done. And I think it's that commitment. I always tell people first, like, the, the biggest commitment is going to buy that plane ticket. I always feel like, man, you buy that plane ticket, boy, it's now, it's now it's on. Yeah, well, it's now it's about time. Yeah. You know, and so um, I, I would say that. But then from the business side, it's more so um, now you need to dream really big. Like, what is it that you really want in life when it got a career? Who are people that you aspire to be like? If it's me uh, or somebody else, like, uh, or you, like, it's it's one of those things of like, okay, I aspire to be like them. A lot of times people don't even think that far ahead. And you have to like dream really big, say this is what I want. Like I told people before, it's been five years of me saying, well, it was three years but before I actually got to that point, but it was five years ago that I told myself, like I wrote it down. Like I dreamt up and I was like, man, you know what? I want a TV show one day. Mm-hmm. Like just, I wrote it down every day, every single day. And I read it off every single day. Like you will have a TV show, you will have a TV show. And so even when they started ringing and calling, like they was like, are you surprised that we called? I was like, nah, cause I read it off from here. Mm-hmm. But I would say also to, um, what I would say to just getting to the place of doing what I do professionally, there's a lot of consistency that has to be there. Uh, there's a lot of uh, sleepless nights mm-hmm. that are there. Uh, and then it's, I think of it as all as a game. It's a big game I'm playing. Yeah. You also have to play the game. I know people who don't play the game and they're always frustrated about like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Uh, you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. You totally can. But you also have to play the game. Can you actually... Expand on that. I want to know what the game is. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, man, there's a lot of kissing, kissing hands uh, or kissing hands, Lord. Uh, <laughs> well, shaking hands and kissing babies in a lot of ways. To get to, I feel like, to this level, like, man, problematic people don't get too far. Mm-hmm. I also found out that positivity and gratitude would get you further. And that's the game that you have to play as well. Mm-hmm. Like, man, the way you walk into a room and the way that you present yourself in a positive light, that gets you in the door with a lot of people too. Uh, those days of like being a, um, just like a- A diva? Yeah, diva, uh, a butthole. That's that's not gonna get you far. Um, and so you have to have discipline within yourself and then you have to exude, you have to choose joy or choose gratitude or great, uh, gratitude or uh, gratefulness. Mm. Um, and it actually just communicated in some ways too. I think that kind of energy like really makes people uh, look towards you compared to everybody else. Mm. Cause I really do like, even for you, like even when you talk about deep stuff on your, your mm. social media, like, man, you playing the game right now. We already knew it. We talked about this the first time we almost met, right? It was like, bro, I gotta be consistent. I gotta come with some dope content. Uh, I gotta follow the trend. It's like, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Like the pay to play. Like I can't, I can't get into this, and I don't invest into it. Mm-hmm. I had to invest in equipment. I had to do this. Absolutely. Like there's no way to get around it. Like that's that's all a part of the game. Absolutely. And and even for me, like coming here right now, like I'm playing the game in the sense of I love you, you're a great friend. Um, but like brother, like there's still a motive here too. There's still I'm playing the game of like okay, like I know you're gonna have thousands of uh, podcasts, uh, uh, listeners, and and shoot, maybe over a million. Yeah, like uh, like listeners, and so why not get on this train? You know, like man, Sacred gonna have a dope, dope podcast, and everybody gonna listen to. And guess what? Guess who they first guess? Jeff Jenkins. Jeff Jenkins. And guess who else gonna come back for a reoccurring guest? Jeff Jenkins. It's all part of the game, and so like I make everything gamified, and I yeah. just feel that like for what we're doing, it definitely if you don't look at it as a game, it can really tear you up. That's actually a really good point. 
It's, it's it's so crazy that you even say play the game. I, I mean, I kind of understood what you said, but I want the listeners to understand. Um, it's 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 so crazy how many people come to me asking how do you how do I do what you do? But I will tell them. I'll give them all the secret. They don't put in the work, bro. What? That's the okay. biggest thing. They got to put in the work, dude. You know what's crazy? Like, and I, and I, the guy who got me into entrepreneurship, the person who like literally. All he did was he he watered the seed that was already in me about like entrepreneurship. I was like right there on the teeter totter, like should I do this? The day I met him, like me and him have been best friends ever since. Hmm. And that's been six years ago. I remember him just like the moment I met him, he started like schooling me. He he was like telling me like bro, entrepreneurship, blah blah blah, hmm. I'm doing this. And then he started telling me what how he did it. And I was like, bro, you're just giving me all this information? And I, to me, I'm over here like, bro, I'm going to like kill this. So like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take what you said and like go heed to it and, and like go to work. And um, he, and the reason he said, he, I was like, well, I, I literally asked him that. And he was like, well, I'll tell you, Jeff, because like 99 point something percent of people, they're here all this and won't do nothing. That's why I like, bro, I will share any of my information with people. Cause I know for a fact most of y'all ain't even gonna go do it. Or if you start it, you're not gonna keep it up. Mm-hmm. Like this, 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 this game, bro. Like people, people slacking on the uh, on the the mental health part of it. People slacking on the education part of it. Like, like people say, I, I love this one quote that says that um, motivation and encouragement mm-hmm. is like a shower. You need it every day. Yeah, take it every day. A lot of people thinking like, bro, they try to do everything on their own wheel. Like, bro, you can't self-will this stuff. Like, you really have to go seek out people. You have to go meet people. You got to read books. They say some of the greatest CEOs, some of the greatest founders of these companies read 40 to 50 books a a year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bro, I went in and reading books before this. And so I started reading. Anytime that I would get bogged down with like life and or like the business stuff, bro, I start reading a book. Oh my gosh, everything clears Lifts you up. Lifts me up. It clears up stuff. It has all the secrets in it. Mm. Something like if it was like Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart has a great book. Like to get information from him, bro, I'll probably have to spend thousands of dollars. Like if I was going to do a one-on-one with him, if I was in France with But he didn't put it in the book for 20 bucks or it's $14.99. Uh, you get a debt credit every every month for all of them. There you go. You know, or there you go, go to the library and get the free um audio books because I, I audio book everything, y'all. Is what it is. Like yeah. I just I I hey. it works for me. You feel me? Works you for me too. Me? So it's just like all of these little things that have to be done and consistently, and that stuff is overwhelming. How do you push past it? Obstacles are going to come consistently in this career, in this path. Mm-hmm. How do you get over it? How do you overcome them? There are going to be a whole bunch of roadblocks. How do you get around those roadblocks? And I feel like a lot of people don't prepare themselves for that or they underestimate all that. And they underestimate how long and how hard something takes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said that there's, uh, you know, so people can get burnt out on this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, we're in a pretty similar position. For sure. Um, except for you have your own show, so you are... You way above it, but but I will say this: you you know that it takes a lot to get to where we're at, and I know I personally the way that I'm able to keep going mm-hmm. is because I fucking love this shit. Yeah, yeah. How do you keep yourself from getting burnt out? I'll draw over that now because before I wasn't burnt out at all. Yeah. I was moving. Mm. Um, I even learned that there's phases to being burnt out mm. to where it's like, it's so minimum at first, like just little ticks or little tweaks. And then after a while, it starts triggering like full blown stuff. So it's me being able to find time for rest. Um, I, there's so many new elements happening right now because of the show. Mm. Like I was gone all last year almost. Uh, we got to hang out at least, which was great, but I needed to do, and technically in my head, Although it was fun, it was still work. Mm. Like me going to get the school was certified. I was like in my head thinking it was like job training, mm. all the job training because I needed this so I can go shoot the show. Um, and I wanted to get my advanced school, but that's what was happening. Mm. Uh, when we went to 
Honduras. They did meet but, David Dirty. Yeah, they did. God, <laughs> dog. But it was a fun trip. You yeah. know, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Yeah. It was a lot of good times. But um, I've learned that, man, when I get home, mm-hmm. like from being whatever country I go to and I'm coming back home or other city I'm at, like, bro, I'm trying to spend time with my loved ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'm giving them my undivided attention. I give myself rest. I take a day off every single day or every single week. And Mondays are my day off. It's the greatest day to take off. If you can take off a day, take off Mondays. I say take off Mondays is because, you know, how you get those Sunday scaries uh, is what they call them where you like like thinking about it like, oh, my gosh, I got to go back to work yeah. on Monday. Or like people have the Monday blues. I don't have the Monday blues. I get excited about Monday. I'll be like, oh, my God, it's my day off. I tried like, to book you on a Monday and you said no. Oh, I shut sure in. I, I learned about that. <laughs> sure did. Really? Come on, bro. I do not do nothing on my days. And it's been so beautiful. It ain't having boundaries. Hmm. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody before I came over here that like, yo, the moment X person has boundaries, mm-hmm. the moment I or I think it would just you will just skyrocket. Because mm. I know people, man, they'll burn themselves out by helping people. Like they'll they're they're on their path. But somebody needs help, so they deviate from the path, and they have to come back to their path, mm-hmm. and they keep doing that, bro. That that is exhausting. Absolutely, you know, man. If you focus, and I'm not saying that you're not going to be able to do stuff for people, and there's time for time where you have to do stuff. Like, I'm not saying don't do that or not neglect people, but I am saying, man, like, uh, there's a book I read called "We Should All Be Millionaires" by Rachel Rogers. I love that lady, bro. Not only did I love this book, real quick. Not only did I love this book so much, I was telling everybody, bro, y'all got to read this book because they talk about broke ass decisions and million dollar decisions. Mm. And a lot of times we realize that these decisions are even talking about we should all be millionaires. Some of this stuff didn't even have nothing to do with monetary value. It was all about your boundaries. Like they talked about being like having boundaries. You making broke ass decisions. Broke people make the decision of like, oh, yeah, no, if you're going to come into town, it's fine. I'll neglect everything else that I'm supposed to be doing and do that. Nah. You need to set up them boundaries. Uh, you need to, you need, you're investing into your business, but you're giving all your money away to your, uh, your peoples. Man, you got to tell mom, dad, sister, brother, like, hey, man, hey, I, we're at a point to where we can make a lot of money. Like, really soon. Like, I'm taking this money and investing it. Like, bro, y'all are on, don't put me on your time. That's what I, I, yeah. I, I actually tell that to my family. Like, don't put me on your, don't measure your time with my time. Like, don't pressure me to get to something faster. If if there's a if it's it's a it's a process, it's a process. Mm-hmm. And so uh all I'm saying is like having those boundaries is something that is cool. And well, what I was gonna say after that, like the part that I was so excited about with Rachel Rogers is that bro, I was telling everybody about this book, and I still recommend everybody read it. Um bro, got to hang out with. Mm. This author, bro, like that's how cool this job is. Like, that's how cool, like, pursuing my passions and really going for them. Like, bro, the people that are, are considered like your idols in a way, and you start running in the same circle because guess what? Y'all all doing the same stuff. Even if it's in a different field. Like, I met millionaires, billionaires, um, top actors, like A-list celebrities, like all of these different people, musicians, and I promise you, there's this this chemistry that happens when we get together. Mm. There's this thing of like, like, bro, I see. Like, bro, we you move in the way I move. Mm-hmm. Or you even move in the way that I want to move. Let me learn something from you. That throws me off, too, because I'm always, I tell people I want to be the dumbest person in the world. I think I'm smart. I know I'm smart. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I'm the dumbest person in the world. That means I'm fun to learn. You're in good company, yeah. Yeah. I'm even having some similar experiences. I know um, as I've grown, it's I'm getting more and more celebrities following me and, and DMing me and saying, hey, you know, I love what you said. It's because that as, me off. as you progress, you start to find out the people that make it to that level, they all have very similar mindsets. They all have done the work. They all have the same type of discipline. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's... They playing the game, too. Well, I'm telling you, the game. they playing the game. Like, there's a humility about it. And 
I think before you could or not, you could have pride and be as narcissistic as you wanted to. But that that them days are over right now. Like people are now, you gotta humble yourself in a lot of ways. Like cancel culture is real. It is. <laughs> I was about to say, unless you're an athlete, you can get there, but then you can yeah, still get yeah, canceled. Yeah, but you get canceled quick. Well, we out of the league in two seconds. Yeah, hopefully. Hey, shout out John Moran. Hope Come on, you, hopefully you get back, bro. Twenty five games. Whew. Yeah. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I didn't even realize one game it was like hundreds of millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. per, per game. I believe he has like a two hundred million dollar contract, so it's actually millions for him. <laughs> what else I'm saying so, per game? Per game, yeah, yeah. The times twenty five. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, millions of dollars yeah. lost. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure he'll rebound from that. Mm-hmm. So. So you said that you you starting to get into different circles. So what 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 kind of celebrities have you been able to meet? Um, and like who? I'm not a name really dropper. Speaking I'm to? not a name dropper. I want, I want you to drop at least. Okay, who's your favorite person you've met? Bro, I promise you, brothers. I take pride in not seeing people that I meet. It's it's, it's a pride thing. I'll be like, yeah. um, I would say because and and I would, bro. You can check my receipts. Uh, I think if you're around me, you'll find out very quickly that I am hanging out with these people. I'll be at Essence Fest uh, in like a couple of weeks. That's going to be fun. I'm going to uh, Comic-Con. Okay. Uh, and I'm part of Disney. So, you know, those people that are a part of Marvel and all that, they all will be right. Like, that's the part that's fun, y'all. Like, being like, so if I'm like speaking at a panel or something like that, or I get invited by like Disney or that Geo to go to a event. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, the talent all are together. Mm, okay. So, like, everybody from Star Wars is there. Everybody from ABC is there. Everybody from FX. We're all in the same room. All in the same room. Just, just chilling, talking. And it's weird now to see people that I saw at this event, now I've seen them at this event, and now that event. So, I, I'll say this. I'll give you one. It's not that. They, they're not irrelevant. They're still relevant. But I think it was like it was a legend. And I think I had a moment to myself where I was like, like, bro, this is, this is like randomly crazy. Um, I sat down and had drinks with, um, with uh, Danny DeVito. Oh, like, bro, like just random sitting up talking, just like vibing. I'm telling them about like, bro, Batman Returns is my movie back in the day. So, man, the fact that like just sitting there and he's like, schooling me on advice like telling me stuff about like the industry i thought that was just like beautiful like it, and and I, I do feel like a lot of like celebrities people even from back in the day them uh the seasoned celebrities or mm-hmm. uh, actors they've they've shown me or told me like they helped me realize like how significant having my own show is mm-hmm. like one person said i was like bro how long have i been in the industry you right. I've been in here for a long time, right? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I still haven't had my own show. That's how I was it. like, dang. And he's like, bro, like, so people have been like, bro, like, enjoy this. Like, this is very monumental. And I've been around a lot of uh, uh, people of color uh, that have been in the game for so long. So the fact that they seen me doing it, it is even giving them hope, mm-hmm. which is blowing my mind, too. Wow. Yeah, man, but I, I met a lot of um, I would say, yeah, a lot of the Marvel folks I've met, uh, a lot of the ESPN like commentators, like I met a lot of them. Let me ask you. Uh, okay, no, 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 you saw. Okay, no, he's Fox. Shannon Sharp. No, bro, I want to meet him one day, bro. Hey, one day, bro. No, it, it's all like the college. Like I met like okay. most of the college, okay, okay. Like, college guys and stuff like that. I got to meet Tim Tebow. I'll, I'll, I'll shout that one out. Okay. Tim that's Tebow. a plug all day, bro. I sat there, bro. I got 45 minutes with this man. Really? Bro, I always told people, bro, if it was two people that I like will fan out over, Oprah and Tebow. I don't know what it really? is. Really? Why? Because I'm a Florida Gator. I'm a Florida Gator fanatic. Like, I love that kid. Like, it was just beautiful. He had a kid that I grown man. Uh, and he's only two years younger than me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But combined, I was like, dude, it's amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he brought two championships home to, to Florida. So for me to the like when I I met him, I never thought that I would have the opportunity to not only meet him, but then to sit down 
and just have like really like intimate conversation. And I thought that was perfect. And he literally was schooling me as well. Like, bro, like, how do you deal with fame? How do you deal with success? And these are questions that I had. Yeah. And he explained it. He broke it down to me. So I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, he seems like he'd be a good person to ask those types of questions. Like, he seems, I mean, especially because of his faith, he has yes. a lot, yes. uh, a, a pretty good head on his shoulders. He definitely does. And so it was just beautiful. Like, like man, I'm really just sitting here just chopping it with your bro. And that's the other thing. Like, now celebrities, they were never like that to me. But there was this, like, there was this aura of them, like, mm. before. And I think the one thing that helps me out so much as a, like networking wise is I look at people as just people. Yeah. And uh, I think the one cool part is like, you real like doing the comparison of like what you think they look like on TV and then what they actually look like in real life. Mm-hmm. That part is kind of fun. Like, ooh, I didn't know you were that tall. Ooh, I didn't know you were that short. Like, yeah. it's one of those kind of things that I, I just love. Uh, that's the only comparison I do. Let's switch. Let's switch uh, course. Talk to me. What is one misconception that people have about what you do? One because you because you know that you know about the plus size travel or well it just traveling in general because people you know especially in your field people see like you know you swimming with sharks they see you hiking they see you smiling having fun but I'm sure there's another side to it that people don't really understand. There's still well one the crew. Like the crew is the ones running the show. Like in a lot of ways, I just get to be a great leader, and I, I think that's all I bring. But like that's something I didn't know about. Like shooting the show, how hard it was, mm-hmm. way harder than I thought it would be. Like just traveling alone was was significant. Like we traveling around the world, so that's something. But um, I didn't realize how much the crew did um, for myself personally. And then I would even say about myself, the common misconception that I feel like people can grasp from me is that people are not thinking I can do something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a person that wants to try to prove somebody wrong. I really, I really don't care in that way. In some ways, um, I do want to prove myself in some things. Or I like it that I'm actually exploratory to where I don't even have like a, a, a like or not of dislike, but mm-hmm. man, I'd love to see if I can do this. That'd be cool. Let me go check this out. Sorry. No, you're good. I think I remember you told me that you'll, you'll try anything at least once. Yeah, at least try it. The story was called Never Say Never. Yeah. I continue to just push myself to to new experiences because uh, I, I do know that experiencing life, that's what I live for in a lot mm-hmm. of things. Uh, it's really cool that the show also is teaching me, hey, too much experience can can actually be detrimental. Like I've learned that like it's not natural for a person to like from the show. I did so much. I had so many experiences from just this season alone. Um, I've had more experiences than most people will have in in 10 years, not alone a lifetime. Lifetime. So it's it's crazy. All jail hat. Eight months of just nonstop, just go, go, go. And can you become like that adrenaline junkie thing that people talk about? That's the thing. Like, I understand it. Like, that experience junkie, like, you, it's like a drug almost. And, like, you want to experience everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, the only remedy that I found to, to help combat that was to go stare at the truth. Literally. Really? Yeah. Like, you had to, like, calm your head, calm your brain because he'd be like, what's the next thing? Like, what's the next thing? I never thought my brain would do that. Wow. Didn't even know it was a thing. I mean, I went to therapy off and just to just to make sure I kept my mind in the right place. It's so crazy you even said that. I have a story about my brother, Philip. He one time we were we were having a road trip and for some reason he was getting overwhelmed. I don't even remember why. Yeah. He's like, Yo, we gotta stop the car. I'm like, why? He's like, Man, just stop the car. He takes off his shoes and walks up to a tree and starts looking. He's like, Man, I just need to get grounded. I think there's some truth to that. It do it definitely is. You know, I think there's some truth to it. Bro, I can look at leaves, the sticks, the, the bark. Like your brain what they said you you <laughs> you will think more staring at a wall than staring at a TV. That's some, sometimes that's what people avoid. Yeah. Thinking in their own head. Exactly. And I think me looking at the tree helps 
me process. Because that's the thing. Like, if you're going experience and experience, you don't have time to process. Mm. Uh, now, it could be different if, like, I went through experience, every experience I went through, I had time to sit there and process, but some stuff take time. Mm-hmm. It might not even be that day that you actually get to process that. So, um, like, I remember this one even from the show. I went traveling. I went to Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs. Maybe the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Like to the top, 14 something thousand feet in the sky. Mm. You can see everything. I, I've never seen so much beauty in my life. I've never seen like the earth crevice, like the way or move the way that it did. It was like a beautiful, like massive art piece. It took me days to process that. Mm. Days. Like literally, maybe over a week. To literally, I remember I, when I got down from it, like my my brain was so blown, like literally blown in a sense to where it was like, like I was like like staring off, like what did I just see? Mm-hmm. Like I've never experienced so much beauty in my life. I've never experienced something like this. So your brain needs time to process stuff, and I do like those. I like finding moments like that. Mm-hmm. I like finding the beauty in human art. And I like finding the beauty in God's art. I love that. It's and it's it's actually good to hear that from you because you know, content creators, especially travel content creators, it, it at least from what I know, sometimes they don't have a chance to actually take it all in because they're too busy creating the content. Yep. So it's good totally right. to hear that you're actually. I'll try. This more <laughs> soon. Like, I run like yeah. I just went to Malta and it was beautiful, uh, but I ended up staying in the room. For like two days. Really? Yeah, I ended up staying in the room for two days because I was exhausted. I needed to just sleep. Mm-hmm. And I started like realizing, all right, how do I get film? How do I get this content? Like I could just jam it all in like one day because that, that does help mm-hmm. to get the rest of the time to just chill or build in time to just chill. And man, there's nothing like a summer in Europe. Or a spring in Europe. Oh my gosh! Whew. Just walking around, eating gelato, man, living your best European lives, bro. It's the greatest thing ever. Love that. What do your parents think about what you do? Oh, they're proud. They're out of this world proud. My mom would all. I'm. I'm. I'm ready to see my mom's reaction to a lot of stuff. Um, it's 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 interesting because like I know she don't want me to be doing this stuff. Mm. She's she like leaving when I was like filming. She like just don't tell me what's happening. Just don't tell me what's happening. I don't want to know. I'll just see it when I see it. Uh, but I don't want to know because I'm totally trying to talk you out of it. Uh, even my manager the other day, he was like, "Bro, you was mad at so that or he was like you wanted me to fix uh, something uh, that was like minute, but you wouldn't want me to try to fix you." Uh, be on this narrow like bridge that can just snap. He was like, you, you're more worried about this other thing than that. And he just had me dying laughing because I'm doing like all these like crazy adventures and stuff that most people wouldn't even think to do. Um, so I thought that was funny, but my mom and my dad have been able to be a part of that process. And I think that part has been beautiful. My mom just told me the other day, like people only get to see this part, but they don't even know the behind the scenes stuff. So it was like, you were sending us pictures and I'm on the phone with you and you're like sharing all this stuff. And so it's like, not only do I get to see that, I get to think about all the other stuff that's happened. And it's it's like, it's, it's motivated my parents to like even do more, you know? Mm. Uh, my mom has been uh, doing her career for a while now, her business, and it's, it's now time for her to like step into another, like another season of something else. Um, and she tells me all the time, like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing this. So it is. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So it's, it's really cool. And like my dad, he's just, uh, he's just, oh, uh, they, you know what? They be eating up the lights that come when they reshare my stuff. Oh yeah. Like when they reshare my stuff, bros, they're, they're most lights every time. Like, so anything that come from me, my mom would be like, Hey, you got something for me to share today? I'm like, oh Lord, bro. My mom did y'all the same thing. Y'all little junkies, bro. Like, chill, chill. But man, you just know they all proud. They're proud of you. Like I'm always saying, she uh she has a catering business. She says every time she goes somewhere, she's telling somebody about the show. My daddy, same thing. He's like, yeah, man, I was showing somebody a trailer the other day. 
Man, they was over the night. Man, he up there doing that? Oh, man, he legit like you. So he loves that part, too. And he said it's, it's weird and cool all at the same time that, like, Jeff Jenkins is in the title. Mm-hmm. Never say never with Jeff Jenkins, and his name is Jeff Jenkins as well. That's huge. So it's, it's oh, like man. to him, like, legacy. He's like, bro, I'm hearing my name all the time. Like, and I was like, man, that's crazy. And I love that. Like, uh, I have like these massive goals, and one of my goals is to be able to pay for my parents' retirement. Mm. Like, I know for a fact, like, my parents, like, uh, retirement system in America did not set them up well, you know? And I want them to be able to have, like, to not have the they, the option to not work and to be able to just enjoy retirement and stuff like that. And I know a lot of uh, people their age would never have that privilege. Right. So they even see that part. So they was like, yes, sir, keep going. Right, right. Oh, yeah. So that, I love that. So they're proud of you, man. So so we talked about your parents. Yep. Now, what, I know you have a wife. What um does your wife have a role in your business no not in the business uh she has her own business she, well, like, feel it. she has a, a diversity equity inclusion consulting company okay and so she goes out and uh in executive coaching as well um but yeah so she her business exploded uh, a few years back and like we're both like tag teaming in the sense of like our own spaces uh, a lot of people always are asking like Oh, she doesn't come with you on these trips. She doesn't come with you. I'm like, no, she doesn't. Oh, no one has No, she does want to come. She always wants to come. Uh, but in a lot of ways, she had to learn too. Okay, guys. Although this looks like fun that I'm having, this is still work. Yeah. Like, and her dad, like her dad was a business guy, still is a business guy. This man travels all the time. Mm. His wife never comes with her. Nor do people think that, like, that. Like she should be there, you know. It's like oh, that he's going to work, he'll be back, kind of thing. So it's in the same manner. So the one way that we've learned how to like eliminate any like frustration because I'm traveling and she's not, she takes her own trips, mm. and that part's been like really cool. That, yeah. Okay. She went to Mexico, Costa Rica. Uh, she just got back from Waco. She wanted to. She loves tiny houses, so she's wanted to be in a tiny house in Waco. Yeah. Okay, well, so I know you threw in Waco. I'm like, a trip yeah, to Waco. She, she wanted to just get away from Austin. Okay. So she was like, what song quit? And I can go to them real quick. She got a new, like, uh, one of them uh, EV cars. So she didn't want to, like, travel too far, but she wanted to be in her car as well. Mm-hmm. So she didn't trust it. That was her first, like, road trip. So an hour and a half down the road, mm-hmm. she can do that. That's what's up. Yeah, the only thing I know about Waco is that, um, I don't even know the name of the... Magnolias? Is that it, though, with the crazy yeah. dude who... No, the uh, no, I'm talking about the documentary, but oh my god, I know about Waco. Oh, the documentary with the dude, was, the, the Waco, yeah, massacre, not a massacre, uh, but the Waco it was a massacre yeah. though, yeah, the Waco bombings or something like that. He was a leader of a cult, cult, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they started shooting up, yeah, so you, yeah, they went back and forth with the cops, yeah, I'll go on vacation, don't <laughs> to me, so nah, bro, it's, it's a vibe, it's, it's a vibe, Waco is growing a lot, it feels a lot like Austin in some ways, really, still very country, okay. uh, but it's growing. It's definitely growing. Baylor is that big school out there. Goes to Magnolia, Chip and Joanna Gaines. They're out there. They have like, it's, it's the town that Chip and Joanna built. Like they're the people that's on HGTV. They actually have their own network now. Magnolia, now uh, the home show. Yeah. Okay. They kill it in out there. And they have like their own like, uh, like adult theme park is what I would call it. Like, or I would say is, is, um, a uh, suburban mom theme park. <laughs> it was one in it. Isn't that one with the big slung? No, this is just it's just a whole bunch of shop hit like oh, okay. I feel like a hangout kind of spot. Okay. Uh food and dining things. So okay. that's what it is. But it's really cool. I might have to take a little trip up. I don't know how we got on Waco. Oh yeah, uh, never mind. I don't remember that. Well, um, you know, I wanna I'm I'm gonna wrap this up in a little okay. bit. Um because I don't wanna have you here too long. But um I I'm curious uh, what so you have a show coming out. Yep. What are your plans? Once the show drops, what's what are your plans after that? Ooh, to keep promoting the show. Yeah. Bro, I, I don't see myself stop promoting the show until uh I'm always promoted, but until like September, probably end of September. 
Um, I plan to, um, there's the writer's strike happening right now. So mm. me being on some of those daytime talk shows, can't get on those right now because mm. they're not in session or some of the daytime talk shows are actually going on break because it's the summer. Mm. Um, and then like getting on the late night shows like Jimmy Kimmel and stuff like that. Mm. Um, the writer's strike is happening. So I just have to wait. Uh, I think just waiting on some stuff and I'm gonna promote that. I'm gonna do like a, a book tour style, like fireside chat where I'm bringing some of my like, like, like friends to like help me facilitate like a, a screening and a Q and a fire chat, uh, in, in like six, seven different cities. So we're like planning that out right now. But after that, man, I pray to God I get a season two. That's the one thing. Season two would be great. Uh, and if I don't or not even just if I don't, but more so, um, in the meantime, I will also do what I always do, which is the social media stuff. I pay partnerships and that's how I make my money. Mm -hmm. Uh, so continue to make content, what I'll be doing. And I have an idea. I already had this idea. So y'all hear it first. Like I, me and, me and him already been talking about like probably going to Bali or something like that. Yeah. Like I want to go continue to like shoot dope content. That's like my plan. Uh, outside of just doing those partnerships. I keep telling you, let me know. Oh, bro, I'm know. ready for it now. Remember, uh, I popped to Honduras. With oh, you. bro, so quick. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> so uh, so here's here's another question. So you talked about a part two. You, so obviously being a bigger guy, it's it's a lot more difficult to do certain things. Yep. What, what are your thoughts on, like, is there ever going to be a point where you're smaller yeah when you when, when you're trying to get back get into shape because obviously whenever uh, i would say this fyi i am in shape it don't look like it but if you see what i do and how i do it like my brother is a, a body almost yeah. like a bodybuilder big dude uh, uh cut up and um he got to be on one of the episodes he actually was technically on two episodes mm. but he literally looked at me and was like bro how are you going to do this like the mountain climb. He actually he was with me to do the mountain climb. And he saw that and then saw the videos and pictures that I was sending throughout the season of the show, taping of the show. Mm. And he was like, bro, you built different. Like you really is. Like you just built different. Like, like condition-wise, I'm the ways. Like the way I can like do stuff, like other people just can't do it the way I do it. It's it's weird. Mm. Um, but I would say that I do want to uh, drop some pounds and it's, it's just make it easier in some ways like having extra weight at times man can definitely be a struggle and I definitely felt it like even shooting the show and the thing that just was like interesting though is that although I might be huffing and puffing like coming up this hill my whole crew was doing the same thing you feel me so it is I, some of this stuff like I'm telling you um my safety and bodyguard my safety guy and bodyguard has slash bodyguard he um he was impressed every day. Hmm. He was like, man, how is this man doing this? He literally was like, hey man, I don't I don't I don't know how you do this. Like he literally was like, man, you're just going at it. But yeah, I do think, man, and I feel like there could be a different show. Like, bro, I want more shows. Like yeah. that's something I would like. I would like my own IP. I would like to be able to create shows. Uh this is just the first show of many shows, possibly. Um I it, it might not be the same premise. It might not be the same show, but it can be a d different show with me at a smaller weight. Who knows, you know? Uh, but the main thing that I care for, even in how I'm doing this now, like my whole job is not to promote obesity. Mm -hmm. my, 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 the mission and what I'm trying to do right now is redefine what travel looks like. Um, and I'm speaking to people where they're at right now. Yeah. Like not when they get in, their best shape of their life, or they get to their goal weight, or if they lost 10, 15, or 50 pounds, it doesn't matter. Like, I want to speak to the person where they're at right now because the person that is right there is a human being Absolutely. and they're having a human experience. You can you can agree with how I look or whatever, just talking about anybody in general, yeah. but you can't deny that whatever I'm feeling right now or the experience of life that I'm having right now is a human experience. You can never deny that because that's what's happening. So I'm I'm speaking to the people and I want to motivate those people to go travel the world no matter their size. 
So this is what, so I would say that like this show is more compartmentalized. This is what this show is about. I might be smaller. I might not be smaller. Um, and bro, what Disney, bro, to hear Disney say this, bro, my, my manager is a, uh, is a, a legend in the business. Uh, I didn't even know how dope he was until he became my manager. People found out and it was like, bro, your manager did this for me. And he's amazing. Rashawn McDonald. I love this man. Y'all should look him up. He's great. Uh, he, he helped, uh, in the career of, mm. uh, Steve Harvey. That was Steve Harvey's manager. And back in the day, he's Stephen A. Smith's manager right now. Wow. And he, he called me after having like the negotiations with the contract. He said, hey, man, he was like, I ain't never heard them do this. He's like, usually when somebody, when like those, like they get on those calls and stuff like that, they're always like, hey, man, uh, probably if the dude, we probably ain't gonna lose about a couple of pounds or gain some weight. Mm-hmm. He's like, other people say, you can stay the way you are. He's like, if you want to gain weight, you can gain weight. If you want to lose weight, you can lose weight. We don't care. Just don't touch your beard or your hair. <laughs> That's all he said. Don't touch that beard. Hey, no, I'm straight for that. Yep, come on. Yeah. So I thought that was beautiful to even hear that because it's what I'm trying to show. It's like a different, it's just a different side of a of the the great human experience that we're all having. This past fit. I love him. I don't even think nothing of it. I just think he's a handsome guy outside of that. I appreciate it. But it's just like <laughs> outside of that, bro. It's just like, man, like I don't I don't see you any other way. Yeah. You know? Uh and I I take sacred for just being who he is so and that, that's good that you said that because people do <laughs> they forget that there is another human being on the other uh-huh. side and it's good that you're able to shed light on that fact bro i i met this uh ceo and this was at like a entrepreneurial like like meetup thing i was at and he was talking to me uh we met on the phone we talked on the phone first and stuff like that as well and then we went to a vet together uh, and we were all there and he was like, he was like, Hey Jeff, I need to talk to you real quick. Set me down. And he started well, like tears started welling up in his eyes and started crying. He said, man, before I met you, Jeff, like, man, I would get on a plane. You know, I get on planes all the time back in the day. I was like, yeah, of course you probably have. He was like, man, every time I saw a large person get on the plane, I would think about how they uncomfortable they could make me or somebody else on the plane. Mm-hmm. He said, not one time, and that's where those tears started really going. Mm-hmm. He said, not one time did I ever think about that person being uncomfortable themselves. Mm. Like them getting on the plane before they even got on the plane, having like like straight up anxiety because they know that their their shoulder might be uh, touching stuff. Not him, buddy, yeah. Yeah, you got broad shoulders. So I'm, I, 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 don't, I don't bro, want like, to touch people. Bro, it's it's like, like, so it's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where they they not I don't blame people. I blame the airlines when it comes down to like these seats. You feel me, bro? These seats are they feel like they shrink it. You yeah. feel me? So it's it's on that tip. So it's it's that's the thing that I try to show is like, man, like there is somebody on the other side yeah. of that. Like and shame is not gonna hit get anybody to lose later. Yeah. I don't even know why we we I know how we got on that. Yeah. But I just wanted to say that. Not about you, yeah. but it's like anybody that's listening, like 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 people are funny now, bro. Like they be like, bro, hit the gel. I was like, bro, let me list off everything I be. Mm. I'm doing more than the average person, and I go to the gym. That's mm. the other part. Mm. I'm just fast. Uh, now I'm I'm doing better with my eating. Yeah, but man, I, I I still worked out and still I wouldn't be able to do half of this stuff if I wasn't going to a gym. Or the, the outside in nature, I'm climbing and hiking and doing all this stuff. Like, dude, to get to some of the destinations. It was a mile and a half in, mm-hmm. and then a mile and a half back out. Mm-hmm. Also, we still had to do whatever we had to do there. So it was like, man, bro, you, they were putting me through it. Mm-hmm. Going through that regular. Swimming is hard. Swimming, swimming take up a lot of your energy. For that, I had to do a whole bunch of that. Yeah, for that, sco- for that scuba diving uh, <laughs> certification. I remember you got you got to swim a certain amount of. Uh, bro, what? It was like hard. 20 meters? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Bro, it was crazy. Without anything. So I understand. Well, regardless, I wouldn't even be a good friend if I didn't say this. E- and even for like season two, if I, whichever direction you go. Yeah. 
when you are larger, you definitely, you know, you're, you're going to have to deal with some, some type of, you know, just health, health, you know, health problems. Which, which problems though? So, uh, I mean, you know, like, you, you know, you're more likely to have a heart attack. You're more. So at, at the end of the day. Well, okay. I'll, I'll stop you there. Cause I don't want nobody, this misconception of me like nipped in the butt. Is it? So, yeah. Oh, it is. So, well, one, I do feel like in some ways, like we do know that that uh, larger or just like obesity and stuff like that, people are prone to heart disease and stuff like that. But the number one heart, uh, the number one cause of death in America is heart disease. Yeah. So if you larger or not larger, I know a forty-two-year-old buff dude that just died. Not even, not even. Like 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 bodybuild buff, mm-hmm. just nice fit, slim kind of guy. Dying. My my friends right now. Uh, one of my best friends. See, two of them actually. Mm-hmm. One of them got cholesterol so bad right now that he was like, "Bro, if you come in this this in the next month or so, you was probably gonna have a heart attack." Mm-hmm. And he just turned forty the other day. Fit everybody. So the thing is, even for me, is that I go get checked. I go get my blood work done. My, even my 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 doctor, like when he was reading off my results, almost gave me this like microaggression of like, oh, like oh wow, like he looked at my stuff and was like, bring straight, like literally everything, cholesterol and all, mm-hmm. came like bro, came back positive or in the in the in all in the normal spectrum. So in some ways, bro, like I I do think that like it depends on what habits people have. But man, there's still a lot of people that are doing a lot of stuff mm. and that are healthy, even from a larger size, because it's just the fat that's there. You know, when you say that, it, it makes me think. So, like you said, I think you're built different, mm-hmm. and the fact that you you you're way more active than a lot more people your size. And a lot of people who's because skinny doesn't equal hey, healthy either. Yeah, but you know, bro, I feel well, like yeah, everybody I, should be trying to be healthy. Yeah, and have longevity. Absolutely. I, I pray that for everybody. And and you already said that, like, you know, you're not trying to, you know, preach saying, yeah, you know, be obese, you know, mm-hmm. you're trying to say, hey, people are where they're at right now. And I'm trying to say, you can do the things that I do where you're at right now. And guess what I'm doing? I'm being active. Absolutely. I'm out in these streets. You feel me? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm hiking, I'm climbing. Like, so I'm hoping that does get somebody to get up and go do this because there's so much wonder and what we do mm-hmm. and and are to be able to see. And so I want people to have that experience. And a lot of times, and I'll and I'll say this, uh I, I love that we're talking about this yeah. because even with the eating disorders that people may have, right? Mm-hmm. Or people eat sometimes because of the shame or guilt that they feel. A lot of times they feel that because there's a lack of accessibility to go do some of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a lack of comfort. Uh, a lot of times people feel like if I went out here and tried to do this, I'll be isolated and shamed. Mm. You know, or I'll be embarrassed. So for me, like, bro, I'm giving them that image of like, let me show you. I actually, it's like me putting myself through the the test of like, oh, if you can do this or not. That's what my whole blog was. So mm. I didn't want people to feel isolated or shamed because they want to do Because what anytime people get shamed, most of the time, it doesn't force them to like go do good or like to do whatever it is that you were shaming them to do. And even those people, I know some people who've lost weight because they were shamed and still mentally had issues. Mm. So it, it it didn't even matter because shame, because it just, it then became like a thing of like, I'm just proving somebody wrong. Mm. It didn't deal with whatever they had going on or it didn't deal with like, the hurt that they were having and that they were just trying to be def- they were in whatever kind of mode to try to fix some stuff. So all I'm trying to say is, is that like the health of somebody it is not all about just the size. And yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think having empathy for people is, is the right move every time. Last question. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you online and what do you want to be remembered by? Oh, that's a good question. You know, um, people can find me on social media uh, at Chubby Diaries. Uh, you can watch my new show on Nat Geo TV, Disney Plus, Hulu, uh, Never Say Never with Jeff Jenkins. Um, 
I want people to remember me for the good energy that I brought them or the fun time that I brought them. Uh, and then also uh, the inspiration that I brought. Like, I, I want to be remembered for that. Like, I want people to be like, man, I would not have done this if, if Jeff didn't like motivate me or, or speak to me or like brought this like positive and, and like dope energy to the space. And like, I want people to have a good time when they're around me, mm. even if it's for a short time. I want that to be a positive impact because there's so much negativity going on in the world that like, man, if I can get my little, you can join my little bubble for two seconds of just positivity and, and good times, I think that's great. I love that. I appreciate it, Jeff. Bro, thank you for having me, bro. I can't believe it, bro. First guest. And then I told you, this is the best new podcast. You're watching it right now. This is it. I know you're going to have way more dope people on. I appreciate dope. it, bro. I appreciate you, Jeff. I don't know. You're going to be the hard act to follow. <laughs> appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, bro. The Sacred Toast Podcast.